So essentially what we've had here is a perfect example of what this case is about. Is This is what drama have we added on to this circumstance. Um, because that's essentially the only problem in our, our life is the drama we add on to no drama. And drama is always about one thing. What's the one thing that drama is always about? Ego. Yeah. But don't, it's much better self than ego because ego's too um, abstract and distant. It's always about me, mine, I, we, in whatever form. That's always what drama is about. In fact, if you think about drama in terms of actors and, I mean, actors are both male and female, or else you could say actors and actresses if you want to use those words, but actors are all about self, projecting a particular self. And we see that the whole world of celebrity is even more about self and self-aggrandizement and self-projection and all the, the, the um, difficulties that come from puffed-up self. But drama is all about what I get, what I don't get, what she gets, what he gets, what happens between them. It's all the drama of what we add on to the moment moment, moment circumstances of one person speaking to another, one person walking with another, being with someone, being alone. All very ordinary activities, except for the drama we add on about it. And the drama is what makes trouble or doesn't make trouble, or makes for sadness or even winning or other kinds of stories that we add on. I got it and he didn't. She won and she lost or other kinds of things. And we could see it throughout our daily functioning, the dramas that um, some seem ordinary dramas. Oh yes, this is the drama I always have with this person when we meet. And some of them seem extraordinary when there's some sort of crisis or some sort of situation that's coming up and we are worrying about it and we are reveling in in having won or depressed at having lost or other kind of dramatic uh, additions to the event of right now, right now, right now. And that's what the whole of what Joko talks about in this um, chapter and also what she's talking about in terms of the consequences of those dramas in our life um, but even more so the consequences of not noticing the drama and therefore not being able to attend to it but rather attending to it by doing things that in a sense exacerbate the drama um, and exacerbate the drama to even make us think that if I add more drama or a different kind of drama, then it'll be better. 
if I talk to someone else about my drama, they'll commiserate, empathize with my drama. Of course, somewhere you notice that Joko says, um, frankly, she says, nobody is particularly interested in someone else's drama. Um, what we're interested in is in our own drama. And unfortunately, um, that has all sorts of suffering, harmful, unsatisfactory consequences and leads us to do things that aren't always so smart. And, um, well, I'll stop here and then you could explore the consequences of living with drama or being able to let dramas come and go um, so that we can experience and in experiencing life we can respond to life and respond to the circumstances um, as opposed to being if we say it a different way not learning and not being able to respond because we're hindered and blocked by our upset, guilt, blame, um, or even our reveling in having won, whatever that means. Uh, because that's part of dramas too. You know. Dramas usually are about one, someone winning and someone losing. Um, but... So, but let me stop here and, and see what you have to say about having read this chapter and having had these recent few minutes of the drama of being able to connect, but not being able to connect, trying again, right? we don't have to say trying, doing it again, starting it again, and it failing, or so forth. Or the stories we gave about why and how this is happening now, and how it shouldn't have happened, or should have happened, or what we could have done. So, okay, let's see what you all have to say about this, or about your own dramas that you might have discovered, um, in part, hopefully, through the use of the spotlight of this chapter. <laughs> See, this is another good drama. You go first, you go first. <laughs> the drama started before, uh, the, 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 earlier this evening, because there was some confusion about the schedule for the class. Ah. So unfortunately, some people aren't here who might have otherwise been here because they weren't here last week and they didn't realize there was going to be class. So right away, there was some stuff about that that I noticed, okay, you know, fine. So we got on and joined the was getting it started, but, you know, the computer does, does what the computer does. I mean, it's just, uh, and of course, I, you, would, you, would, you would indicated a while back that we should try to be earlier, but again, there was just some confusion that, you know, and yeah. these things happen, you know. That's right. That's it. Nothing else. No, no more. We're on now, and that's what's important. Right. We spend time talking about what happened and how it didn't happen, yada, yada. We're using all this time now. No, I disagree. <laughs> Now, th there, isn't, there isn't any losing time because what's important is to notice whatever the circumstance, what is it we're adding on to the circumstance? 
What is it we're dramatizing about the circumstance with our beliefs and stories about why and who and what and could and should? Um, It's always a a form of, if we want to say, self, whether we call it self-aggrandizement, self-depreciation, or we call it other aggrandizing or other depreciation. They're just, it's all different facets of this uh, drama that Joko was talking about, um, which makes us, in one sense, the center of it, and in another sense, keeps us from being exactly the center of this moment of life, which is where we always are. And yet, we somehow think that if we do this some form of this dramatizing, it'll enable us to be all the more who or where we are or where we should be or need to be, which is where we always are and can't be other than, and yet somehow manage to. Someone started saying something, I don't know if it was Joyce. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying trying to understand something, and what I don't understand, I mean, I disagree that it was a waste of time, because of what you just said exactly to me, this so-called processing of it or whatever that is that we're doing to recapitulate is not wasted time, in my opinion. I guess if I were going to admit what was wasted time, to me it was the 15 minutes that we pochkeyed around with, you know, getting on the computer that really does need to have the hard drive replaced. I really do know what I'm talking about there. So... The thing is, I, I don't understand. If we're supposed to do the next right thing, what the problem would be with going to the phone where we could have been having this discussion for the 15 minutes it take, takes the Pachki around to this computer? Why, is it so, why does it have to be this certain way of, of being on the computer, on this computer, with waiting for the call, with the Skype that doesn't work right? Why, why not do the next right thing? Uh, I'm not sure what you're talking about in terms of going to the phone, but um, phone is fine, Skype is fine. As far as I know, what we're doing with Skype is because Skype works to have a three-way or four-way conversation, which we can't do um, with phone as easily. But that it's all grist for the mill, so to speak. And it's all no matter what the circumstance, even if it's, as you say, pachking, which in, in Yiddish means to sort of mess with things, messing is still an opportunity um, to be present and do moment, moment, and see what drama, to use the word that Joko pick, picks up in this chapter, what drama are we adding on to tra- doing this? discovering it doesn't work, doing that, discovering it does work, finding that the others have done something different, and so forth. So it's not so much that we're recapitulating, but we're actually talking about the chapter that Joko wants us to start sensing how in our life dramatizing creates difficulty where there need not be difficulty, and how the using, shining the spotlight on drama, that which is sort of an appropriate 
phrase, since drama is all about spotlighting, shining the spotlight on the drama itself enables us not to be as entangled or caught up in the drama because we can see where it's covering over or blinding us to our own present moment experiencing and relating. See, in in a way, that's Joko talks about Sashin a little bit in this chapter, but the point of the, the Sashin is that the drama is no longer hidden or mysterious. Then we start to see it, and then because we see it for what it is, we can be what is, as opposed to be the drama about what is. No, the, the class is supposed to be directed ab- about on the subject of the um, chapter that we're reading as a using that as a tool to explore and clarify practice and to explore the specific points that Joko brings up. I, I didn't plan um, the problems with the computer in Champagne. However, the universe somehow presented that as the circumstance. In fact, you can say, in one sense, our whole life is a guided, non-guided moment. Not chaos. It's only chaos if if we are caught in the upset about it. But it's a whole life of non-drama into which we sometimes get sucked into a drama one way or another. Because a drama is always about ourself one way or another. Um, Even if the self is about someone else. Um, And our life is an opportunity to be on stage and yet not get caught up into the the self-centeredness so that we can be completely the part that we are in this moment. We can be the Joyce or the Faye or myself or Mushin or whoever is who you are. And to also notice where you're sticking so you where you therefore are not able to enter into the present moment scene, which is the reality of the present moment, because you're holding on to whether the reaction or what we call the drama about the present moment, as opposed to where we are. Now, as far as the details of what happens with the, um, how we connect and communicate, I assume that there's someone um, uh, uh, at each com- uh, computer, um, and if we don't wa- want to use a computer, use a phone to, to hook up as well. That's fine with me. 
However, um, I leave that, uh, that's the technical. That's like making sure that the zendo is set up so that there's cushions and mats for people to sit on. Hopefully we do that in advance so that the it's all there when we sit down. However, if when we sit down all of a sudden there's an earthquake and the cushions and everything is all messed up, then we then our sitting ends up being taking care of the earthquake of readjusting the zendo so that we can sit. So our sitting is in the movement of what we're doing with the circumstance. Our circumstances are the opportunity to be on stage and yet not to be caught up in the drama about being on stage. Then we can truly be the present moment because that's the true being this moment stage which is our life coming and going. Right here. Right here. Right here. isn't that there's some beliefs that exist somewhere and there's something called subconscious or whatever. It's when these beliefs come up and we're holding on and, and living out of them. We're insisting that it's true that we get in trouble. Otherwise, you don't have to go looking for anything. It's, yeah, she's saying that the suffering that comes up in our life is a pointer, an indication. Of, of, of this moment belief. Yes. But it's just the this moment belief that you need to take care of. There isn't something else to go looking for. There's no, but it's when we. And that's what she says. Unless we want to create other stories about stories. Someone's speaking, and I didn't catch that. So if you could repeat that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that's a little simplistic. I, I would, I don't think we necessarily always like our dramas, although sometimes we might. I think it's more that we're heavily invested in. Well, I mean, being heavily invested is another way of liking something. Because if you put your money on, let's say, to use an example of a horse race, if you put your money on a horse, you'll notice as the race is going on, you're charged. 
cheering and jumping up and down and come on, come on, come on, or whatever else you do. That's called being invested in it. Now, yeah, it's not... What? The horse loses the race and you hate it. Yeah, that's another form of investment. Right, that's what I'm saying. But, like is, I'm not sure like is a... No, no, no. But hating the horse is a way of liking our investment. Because uh, otherwise we would just drop it. The horse lost and that's it. But if we continue our drama about, oh, I shouldn't have bet that. Oh, that horse is so terrible. Oh, I was so stupid to bet it. Or it's all someone else's fault. That's See, it's not liking because we decide in our head or consciously to like. It's in our living, we see what we like and what we don't like. If we yeah. suffer, we know we're... Yeah, but what I, what I find myself holding on to is, and, and really enjoying holding on to it, is when I think I'm right. Uh-huh. And, and I, and I, this, I mean, this is so appropriate this week, and I'm just going to tell this personal story, and it's probably too personal, but my significant other, Jim, is in New Jersey, because his mother, he's been out there for a week. His mother passed away, and he's out there with all his family. And um, I thought he should have asked whether I should come, wanted to go to the funeral. <laughs> so, oh, I, I'm still mad about it. I'm still mad. And so finally last night, um, it, you know, it's like two or three days later, he's been there all week. They've been doing all these preps, and the funeral's not till Saturday. I'm, so, so I'm like, uh, well, you know, I started to broach this because I'm so pissed off that he hasn't said you should come to the funeral of my mother. And, so, and I didn't ask. And so I think he's all wrong. And then he said, oh, and then he said real nonchalantly, but you don't need to come. All my family and friends are here. You don't need to come. So then it just got worse. It just got worse. <laughs> and, and so seriously. And then, of course, I get really quiet, and then we hang up the phone, and then I send one of my texts, which says, well, I hope you, you know, you're well supported by your family and friends and all that. I'm still not over it, tell you. I am not over it. I can't let it go. Good. And it has to do with, it has to do with um, a pattern of feeling that it's unfair and I haven't been treated correctly, and I'm right. Good. <laughs> it's, it's almost visceral of not wanting to let it go. Yes. Being the same thing, you know, uh, and it's practice, you know, the, the, this kind of practice has a deadly effect. It takes away our drama. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, I'm really holding on to this. I mean, like, this is me, and I'm right, and he's wrong, and I'm going to... It's really been bad this week. Okay, Ellie, now I see what you meant by like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not always that easy to admit that we like something that is causing so much harm. Uh-huh. But I think it's important to admit that. I think that's a very key thing to say it as liking. Because yeah. it sort of shifts something a little bit to show us something about, you know, what we enjoy, if you will. Yeah, but it's not something that we would choose. I mean, she would not have chosen to have this confrontation, this this issue arise in her life that now she's dealing with. Mushin, you're wrong. To do it, 
but her reaction to it is what she's reveling in. No, Mushin, you're wrong. We choose what we do. We write the script. Now, we can't... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We, I, I, I'm going to ask her. She's sitting right... Did you want this to happen? No, no, you misunderstand, Mushin. We, we choose what we do when someone else says to us, I'm going to New Jersey to my family's funeral. I've got these tickets. I bought the ticket. I'm going. I'll be back in, in a week. We choose whether inside or outside, whether we say to them, have, you know, I hope things go well, or inside we say, why didn't he invite me? Yeah, or, yeah, that, that wasn't what, I understand that. That no, wasn't no, what no, I was no, talking just about. Just the facts. He went out there when she was sick, and she she passed oh, while she he was, was there. there. And then then a funeral was arranged. So um, <laughs> just, just, just so we have the facts of the dispute correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Choice isn't something that we know we're choosing because it's so habitual and so entangled in how we function in the world that we don't see ourselves making these choices. We almost believe that it's natural to dramatize it in whichever way we particularly do. We just... This is the personal life beliefs that she's talking about. And, and that was the basis of how I reacted. I told you, I, I identified the habits I know that are there, that if I right. think somehow I, it's not fair and I've been wrong, yeah, they came to the movie, um, you know, it, it, it's like a trigger. And um, I, I know it. And I watched it unfold, L.U. I yes. sat there. I'm on the phone. I watched it unfold. I, I felt it come up, and I thought, I'm seeing this, I'm seeing this. Can I just let this go? And I couldn't. And in a way, even noticing that I can't let it go is great. If we can just for a moment, having thought, I can't let this go, and then be that I can't let this go, because that itself allows it to go when it's possible for it to go. But our job is to keep, if I say job, our practice opportunity is to keep noticing and doing what's skillful to enable us to be the experiencing of, I won't let it go. No, no. Or whichever way it is. And keep seeing what's skillful for me to do to enable me to be present as this. Could be. Isn't it true that that her reactive habit was just as much, let's say, beyond her control as Jim's mother getting sick and dying? No, no. It, if we add in this this polarity of what's in my control, what's not in my control, that just becomes another story um, that uh, perpetuates 
being in the closet perpetuates dramatizing because we then say, is this in my control? Is that in my control? Yes, only, only if you believe it should be in your control. I mean, when she, when she says, I can't let go of this. Like, there's some defect, there's some problem. I should be able to let go of this. There's something wrong with me. I can't let go of this. Well, she can't let go of it. That's just the fact. It's not something that she has a switch she can turn off. That's not fact. It's, it's really won't, not can't. I mean, the mother didn't have any control over dying. That's different from won't versus can't. Yeah. So she, when she had this reaction, she she made some error here. She no she no. Chose, she made the wrong choice. No she no said, no. We don't ha add on judgment yeah. about about that. I'm, wrong or right choice isn't the isn't the point. That's extra. Wrong is, is the problem. Right is the problem. Either one of those are, are added judgments and dramas about what we do moment by moment in noticing and being present. Wrong or right are, are more dramatizations. That's exactly what um, all you know plays, movies, etc., are about. They're dramatizing. Making right choices, making wrong choices isn't where it's at. It's the whole um, nature of the drama of being entangled in, in that that keeps us from being present and responding. Wrong choice? Fine. Make the wrong choice and be present. Let that go. Right choice? Fine. But we, re we revel almost in, I, will I make the right choice? Will I make the wrong choice? We tie ourselves in knots over that. We beat ourselves up. I should have, and I could have, and I would have, and if, he, if only. And that's more. But Elihu, it does feel, it does feel like I can't let it go. And I think it, does, it feels like I can't let it go because the, the habits are so ingrained and the ways of thinking yes. that... Um, uh, that it it actually feels like a can't rather than a won't. Good. And it and it's. But uh, I, I can't is good, Debbie. Uh, notice the thought I or the feeling I can't having thought feeling I can't let it go and just bodily be that. That's fine. I can't let it go is fine if we can go from the thought emotion. Or even added judgment, I should be able to let it go, but I can't let it go. And then just breathe and be that present moment without further entangling in it. Because in experiencing it, it'll come up again, fine. Experience it again, so to speak. It, I can't let it go is, is fine. That's just an emotion thought label of of what you believe this moment is. But that belief is only a surface level. And if we let that be who we are, then we're going to have suffering whether I can or I can't. If we can, in a sense, open up that belief story, then we can see and do as best we can in the next moment. doesn't mean you're going to automatically show up in New Jersey. Well, yeah, this is this is the point. This is the point that um, at least the point as I saw it was that you know the the situation arose. <clears throat> she had her reaction. 
Um, you know, whether he, you know, should have asked her or shouldn't have asked her. And then, you know, that's one thing to deal with and to look at and to practice with. But we always add on to that a judgment. Should and shouldn't. I shouldn't feel this way. I shouldn't react this way. You, you take that he shouldn't have said that. You add on to that. I shouldn't react to him saying that. I shouldn't be holding on to my reaction to him saying that. And it's a string of judgments of things we had no control over from the beginning. And yet we're judging ourselves and others based on things that just arose out of the universe. And that it's our place to respond to and deal with the best we can. And yet we lay layer after layer after layer of judgment on top of it. This is the point I'm trying to make. Okay. So in a way... <laughs> Joko says on page 2253 um, something similar. She says, During Sashin, we may become emotional, sad, desperate, but these emotions are not hidden mysteries they, that suddenly appear. This is just who we are, and we're experiencing who we are. When we try to work this stuff out, it's just another form of self-improvement that doesn't work. Practice is not a matter of sitting so that our stuff can come up in order that we can work it out and make ourselves better. See, the fact is we're already fine. It's not a question of going somewhere else. Lynn was going to say something. Well, I don't, I don't want to take away from the moment because I, I think we've gotten to a really important place in thinking about that very moment of, of stuckness and seeing that stuckness. But um, I, I guess I'm, you know, I would go one step further, and I, and this, this was a, a section on 251, the first full paragraph on 251. Um, Joker writes, as we sit from time to time, we gain different insights about our lives. Insights themselves are neither good nor bad, and from the point of Zen practice, they are not even particularly important, though they may have some usefulness. Zazen is not about gaining insights. And um, so if, if, if I may go one step further with Debbie's example, the practice of Zazen uh, over time lets us kind of get unstuck at uh, least to see the stuckness at, at moments like that. Um, but I think it, it's really important to be careful about how we understand this notion of insight. Because once you take it out of, once you see, well, here's where I, what I'm experiencing, um, there is, you know, there are other things to see there that hopefully one sees when you sort of let go of that narrow self-focus. Um, and I, uh, I would see some value in those insights, uh, not from the standpoint of, of beliefs, but uh, maybe getting to the point that she's talked about where you're unstuck enough that you can say, well, isn't this interesting that I'm feeling this? Um, or maybe you get to the point where you say, you know, what are the things still present in this situation that I'm not seeing? Um, uh, so I would see that there was some value in those insights. Um, She's not saying they're valuable. But, 
She's not saying that they're valueless, but I understand her to be saying that's not what the practice of Zazen is about. Yes. Insight is fine. No insight is fine. Both of them and all the other variations are simple opportunities, as she puts it, to say, oh yeah, that's what I'm doing. Interesting. In other words, the opportunity to be where we are, as she puts it, just to be scientists of the of the moment of watching, observing, experiencing, um, which enables us to be the reality of right this moment, as opposed to our story or drama of thoughts, um, etc., et which is what she calls the unreality. Yes, but, but the questioning, I, I think we're together on this, but uh, so forgive me if I'm belaboring the point, but it seems like uh, it's, it's stepping away from the stuckness on the particular players that, you know, the, the feelings that one has in relationship to how you're viewing the situation. Very, you know, me versus that other person kind of thing. And then when you step back, questioning can come up. You know, you see, you're able to see perhaps the situation in a broader perspective. But, uh, but I would not say that's the full point of Zazen, but I, I can't bring myself to say that that's not important. It, but what is, but is, it, is it that you are, that some, a little bit about this, you know, bothers me. I don't want to kind of, I'm, I'm, I don't want to kind of stand back and not have full experiences. I want, and, and I tried to read her last paragraph that says, it doesn't take away our personality, but it gives me a little unease. It's almost like, and I don't know if it's me wanting to hold on. I want to have that full experience. I want to get angry, but then I want to let it, be able to let it go. Or, you know, but I don't want to be kind of like somehow remote. And uh, I, I struggle with this. You, you don't have to want to get angry in order to get angry. When, when you get angry, you get angry. And yeah. when you can no notice that you're getting angry or sad, then that's just the noticing in order to be able to be this experiencing. So, insights come, fine. Throw them away if you're holding on to them. That's why there's this uh, Zen uh, koan, which says from the top of the 100-foot pole, which is all the pile of insights. The 100-foot pole is a, a pile of insights that you've piled up and reached the very top Take another step. Because if you hold on to insights, they become another blinder. So insights are fine. They come. They're great. And you, you might find them useful. So it's a tool you could pull out at when it might be useful. But if you hold on to them, you end up being weighed down by this gigantic tool belt of insights that just blind you to mix metaphors to the present moment. Um, so, and that's the point that, that she's trying to make when she talks about 
insights themselves are neither good nor bad, but from the point of view of the Zen practice, they're not, they're not even particularly important. Because, though they come, our desire and tendency to try to hold on to them sometimes makes for more difficulty. So that's the, the reason she says that. But they're great if they enable you, you skillfully to say, oh, that's what I'm doing here. Okay, I don't have to. And that enables you for a moment to let go of your upset or your sadness or your rage about whatever the particular thing is. Um, event, story, past, future. Um, like, like I said, I like that. Should have, could have, would have, um, is all, are all signals. Maybe I'll talk about that one day of we're getting into trouble. If you use those words in talking to yourself, you know you're doing something. Um, but do you, but do you think no drama means no emotional? No. Emotion. If you're human, emotion thoughts are just generated from the very nature of being human. Um, just like if you put sugar in your mouth, whether you decide to salivate or not, you will salivate. If you put, if you eat something, whether you decide that your gastric juices are going to work them or not, they will. I it doesn't make a difference. It's just in the nature of being human, being embodied, body, meaning body, mind in some form, emotions will keep arising until they don't until they just arise and pass, and they're just a blip on the, st- on the screen, you don't even notice them. It's like a cloud that passes in the sky. It's not a big deal. Or, it will continue to be a big deal if we dramatize them. That's the point she's trying to make in, in this, um, and use why she's using this um, analogy of drama and no drama. Um, I think... I get mixed up between metaphors and analogies, so excuse me if I mix them up. Um, so do I. So hopefully Lynn and Debbie, that's helped a little. Um, it does help. At least, at least from my standpoint. I, I think I understand what you're saying. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, about it's it's so you have an insight in a moment. Let's say, you know, I I suddenly discover that something is upsetting to me with my partner because um, when I get a little distant from it, when I get calmed down and I'm seeing it, uh, then maybe I, I can ask myself, well, why did I not do something different? Why did I not do it? And maybe I find out that it's my fear of risking. Yeah. Uh, and then if I turn around and make that something I carry around with me, well, I'm a person who's afraid to risk, then I've got a new, I've got a new so-called, from Joko's perspective, I've got a new script now. Right. That I'm, a template I'm laying on experience. It doesn't devalue that maybe in that moment it was wise for me to see that and maybe or maybe not try something different. But if I now turn that into another storyline, I've got a new lack of contact with the moment as it is. Well, maybe instead of insight, we should be talking about 
No, well, it, it, it doesn't make a difference. Insight, moments of clarity. But we don't have to hold them on to them because they become part of who we are at this moment in the sense includes that so-called past insight. But if we're holding on to, oh, I've got to remember this insight or we, oh, now I know about what these situations are really are about, then in a sense that insight becomes a blinder uh, and a hindrance. Otherwise, all our so-called past is just as we are right now. And what arises in our responding depends on all sorts of other circumstances, and that's what we get to do our best. Just like our past practice, so to speak, is what nurtures and enables us to practice in this moment. Um, and that's always the way it is. We don't have to, you know, ha- have some, uh, uh, what should I say, filing system to figure out what do I have to pull out to be able to handle this situation w- w- with this person who's coming here? Which insights do I have to remember? What do I have to remember about that past? It's just the nature of functioning of being a human as we are. And we're each the perfect human in how we are, not like some ideal about how someone else is or how we should be or anything else. So. Surprised nobody hasn't app yet. I want one of those. What? Insight. I'm surprised nobody has an insight app yet. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> they, they do exist. They just don't call it that. <laughs> Yes, all sorts of wise sayings um, uh, for the day, the week, the month, the year, etc. Okay, so I think for now we've done enough so that you can make good use of this chapter. I, I encourage you to look at it again. I want to remind everyone that Next week and the week after, we will not have classes. So the next time we'll have a class will be February 22nd, which since today is the 1st, so um, the 8th and the 15th, there will not be a class. Um, thank you all. Anyone have anything else they want to say? A last word? You, you have time. If there's anything that needs to be done at any of your computers, or if we want to do a different system, I leave it to you to all um, explore that. And if you want to, to make changes, just let me know before the next time, and we can um, reconfigure this if needed. And if not, we'll just keep working with uh, the universe that uh, appears um, on our computer. Thank you all. Good night. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.